following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN, your home for K State Athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. I was hoping today would just be a nice little coast into the 4th of July weekend, especially tomorrow since we don't have a show. Fire up the grill. Just it is. chill out. There's just get, no news going on. I, just get ready for a nice weekend, a nice warm weekend. Boomtown is going to be a lot of fun on Monday, yeah. but just the build up to that in general, a nice long weekend. Everything just happened to happen. Just had to happen today. It blew up. It, everything. Blew up today. I mean, and it's it's not just one story I'm talking about. I mean, you have some K-State fans just freaking out over a K-State post with a power cat in front of a pride <laughs> oh, flag. Oh, uh, you, you, have, you have Jacob Pullen trying to get Michael Beasley on the basketball tournament yes. team, yes. which I'm, you know, of course, all in on that. Kevin Durant, he wants to trade out of Brooklyn. Uh, you have the WWE signing Paul, uh, Logan Paul earlier today. Really? That happened. Well, they needed another <clears throat> bag because Vince can't do all of it. <laughs> That's funny. Thank you. Uh, the shift key on my keyboard doesn't work. Oh, no. Um, the Supreme Court is completely out of control. Ric Flair is going to have a roast. The men's basketball schedule, there was a teaser video that was put yes. out earlier today yep. that I was wanting to talk about. And not to mention that, but also we might actually get to this, but a top 10 kid in Kansas has committed to a school, um, and it's not Mm K-State. That is unfortunate. But no, the big news today just happens to be more college football realignment. If you thought last summer was it. Guys, that's just an appetizer. Yeah, this is big. That's the blooming onion for what's about to probably be a five-course meal. Yeah, this is, gonna, oh. this is going to spark some stuff. Yeah, to me, this is just this is just a start. Well, Texas and Oklahoma last summer was just a start. But what we've learned today, and it's just completely blown up, it's gigantic news, USC and UCLA, they plan to leave the Pac-12 for the Big Ten. Hmm. Now, there, there's a big reason why that news is coming out today. It's really kind of last-minute movement, mm-hmm. and that is because if they were to make this known to the to the Pac-12 after today, they could potentially face some financial penalties or have to pay a lot more money. It's the same reason as Texas and Oklahoma being locked into the Big 12 until 2025. And the Pac-12 is... Their media rights deal currently is set to expire two years from today. Correct. Yep. This was the mark line. And so that's why this thing is all blowing up and it's all happening so fast as USC and UCLA plan to be out of the Pac-12 by this time in two years and plan to join the Big Ten by 2024. Damn. This is crazy. Yes. The Big Ten is going coast to coast. Yes. From Piscataway, New Jersey, to now Los Angeles, California. They're now claiming all three major sports markets. 
of New York City, which, come on, Rutgers is not a great representative of no. that. That's no. clearly a big you know, pro sports market, you know, as is I'd make the argument for Chicago, but Chicago is a better, you at least have a decent argument for college sports with the, um, you brought before the show, DG Notre Dame mm-hmm. um, is a, a piece of that market along with some other stuff as well. But LA, USC and UCLA, of course, another major pro sports market, but it's also not too shabby for sports uh, when it comes to college as well. Yes, this is very significant news. I, I, I'm not a fan of college realignment, even though when the dust settles, everything will probably be fine. But where we're heading right now is definitely two super conferences, SEC and the Big Ten. And it's already being thrown out there. The of NFC what, and the AFC. Mm. That's that where we're headed. The Big Ten adding USC and UCLA, they're not done there. No. As a matter of fact, I mean, with the super conferences, they could go as far as 20. And right now, the conferences where they're at is they're going to be at 16 once 2024 USC and UCLA arrive in the Big Ten and Texas and Oklahoma arrive in the big in the uh, the SEC in um, in 2025. And so, what that means is where they're probably not done is the Big Ten. They're probably going to try and add out of the Pac-12, Oregon and Washington. And where does that leave the Big 12? I mean, the Big 12 is going to be probably looking to add some Pac-12 schools. The Big 10, or the Big 12, rather, it, I mean, go back to last summer. I mean, it's it's fair. It, you, it was totally fair to be worried about the state of, like, where K-State's going to be and everybody left behind. You know, does the Big 12 certainly drop in status? Well, when it comes to the next media rights agreement, possibly. But when it comes to being a Power 5 conference, I, I wouldn't think so. And I still... I still truly feel that way, um, but it just so happens the Big Ten and SEC is going to be much more powerful. But the Big 12 will still probably be considered a Power 5 program. I just don't like how much things are shaking up. Be a Power 4 at this point, by the way. Because, honestly, the, well, Pac- the Pac-12 is not going to survive this. Yeah, the Pac-12 is on fire right now. Yeah. Yeah, this is where we were a year ago with the Big 12. Absolutely. Literally. And I couldn't understand at the time why in the heck it's the Big 12 that's in that position because the Pac-12 had been mismanaged for so long by Larry Scott as commissioner. This is that stretch of time with Larry Scott as commissioner finally catching up to the Pac-12. Well, and just recently, the Pac-12, they hired a new commissioner. One year ago. One year ago. And George Klykoff, who was the outsider, and which is a role that the Big 12 has decided to go with their new commissioner. That was somebody, I mean, Klykoff is from MGM, and now the Big 12 has hired uh, your Mark, mm-hmm. who was from Jay-Z's company, mm-hmm. who has been in sports before, but nothing like what he's about to take on with the Big 12 commissioner role. And now, I mean, you're going to work right away talking to those in the Pac-12 and see who they can get to jump over. And basically, like Troy was mentioning, the Pac-12 being on fire, it's probably not going to last much longer. You think about the missteps that the Pac-12 has made over the last 12 years. When you go from the initial moves of Nebraska, Missouri, A&M, and Colorado leaving, and what was discussed at the time in terms of the Pac-16 trying to form at that point. 
But not very long after that, you had them put together the Pac-12 network, which has been an unmitigated disaster. They can't get carriage on cable systems for the most part because nobody wants it. I don't have it on YouTube TV. They, they, they clustered it where they did it as you know five separate entities in terms of uh, in terms of your region, and it never panned out for them. People don't get to watch games, and it frustrates them. That's just one major misstep. Offices in some of the most Tony area of San Francisco that were costing them millions. Uh, you know, Larry Scott right now is in some uh, in some penthouse apartment, either in Vegas or San Francisco, paying his uh, buyout or, you know, utilizing that to pay his rent. And he's laughing. But he he put the Pac-12 on the cusp of all of this by just completely mismanaging that conference for so long and being arrogant in doing it. Yeah, they never thought they would be in the shoes of the Big 12. Right. I mean, that, that aren't going to happen to us. No, we're, we're on a par with the Big 10. Absolutely. And then now we look at it and it's like... And an alliance as well with the Big Ten and yes. ACC. Yes, <laughs> that, I mean that's well, and that's Kalyakov's doing. Ugh. That was Kalyakov entering into that alliance. That sure looks bad now. Oh, it like, looks awful insane. now, especially when it's one of your partners in the alliance who just took your uh, took your LA teams. Ugh. Well, we all know that was gonna well catch yeah. fire as well. I mean, when when John and I talked about it last summer, when that all broke, I was like, this is this is like the game of Survivor, sure. which yes. we bring it up on the show a lot. Sure. When you enter an alliance, at some point, that is going to break apart yeah. when you see a better opportunity on the horizon. You're going to take that opportunity and say, bye-bye, I'm stronger than you. But this is why I didn't understand why last year it was the Big 12 that was on in such dire straits with all of this when, honestly, the conference that should have been losing members – before that should have been the Pac-12 because they was being managed so poorly and they were falling so far behind financially because of Larry Scott's mismanagement. Now it's finally, finally met them. And welcome to the mayhem yeah. because of Larry Scott. Yeah, welcome to the mayhem. Stanford, Cal... Oregon State and Washington State. You're now, screwed. You're screwed. Now you're, screwed. Now you're yeah. in the position that Kansas State... KU, Iowa State, Texas Tech, Baylor, Oklahoma State have been in for years now. Now you have to prove why someone should take you on. And it's just like, ah. Here's a great example of that, though. Okay? Because I don't know how many people really have an understanding about Wazoo and where they set in Moscow. I'm sorry, not in Moscow, in Pullman. <laughs> but, but it's nine miles to Moscow. A lot of... A lot of times, Idaho has trouble getting people for their games in terms of uh, giving them, in terms of having hotel space. If it's a weekend where both Wazoo and Idaho are scheduled on the same weekend, it's Wazoo fans that are eating up the hotel space in Moscow, Idaho, because there's nothing in Pullman. When Northern Colorado went up and played my last year there, we played at Wazoo. And we had to stay actually forty-five minutes away. This is a Pac-12 uh, exactly. Town. The, you, and and the airport is smaller than Manhattan Regional. Oof. And yeah, well, I, is that, it's is that a guy sitting on a chair like in uh, Mr. Deeds <laughs> with a flag going, <laughs> "Hey, come on down!" Wow. Uh, yeah, it's it is Oof. a it is a tiny <laughs> I love the, airport. I love that. It is a tiny airport. 
And, wow. you know, honestly, if you're flying in for something, if, if you're flying in for something like women's basketball, for any of the, uh, basically the, the non-revenue sports, if you're flying in there, you're better off flying to Spokane and bussing down, which is two hours. Oof. I mean, West Virginia... I mean, it's pretty great example of that. West Virginia. Yeah, great example. Yeah, absolutely. It's Morgantown. You got to go into Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Unless you charter a small enough plane, like if you are a women's basketball team, like K State does, and just fly right into Morgantown. Or you could bus from Detroit, like we had to the one year. Yikes. Talk about eating up an afternoon. It's just funny to me that, like, regionality, if that's even a word, doesn't matter anymore for the big guys. No. But for a team like West Virginia, don't you think that they would want to like scale it back and join like the ACC? Wouldn't wouldn't that make more sense for them financially than to be with the Big Twelve and have to go all over the place? Especially if the Big Twelve does add Utah, Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State. I mean, that's a long trip from West Virginia, man. Well, the thing about the ACC, though, I mean, I believe their their media rights agreement, I mean, that doesn't expire. I don't have the exact date in front of me. I can look it up during the break. But it's like, boy, it's not for another at least 10 years before their deal breaks. It's more than that. I know it's— The ACC? Yeah. uh, 36. So there you go. You're still another 14 years away. So it's very unlikely that you see anybody from the ACC— jump to a different conference right now the only one that would potentially make a move and it's only because football continues to be an independent while everything else is in the acc is notre dame they would still however and i saw this noted by heather dinich of espn a little while ago they would still have to pay the same outs that everybody else in the conference would pay if they were leaving so you know there's a price if Notre Dame wants to make a move. Hey, uh, NBC, uh, go ahead and ke- get that check, yeah. get that check, yeah. and uh, we will catch you on the flip side. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Uh, but then at that point, then you're looking at potentially an odd number of teams in the big in the uh, in the Big Ten, and what do you do there? Who drops? Who says bye bye? Well, or, or who's added to even that out? This is certainly a topic that we're going to continue on to talk about. Because oh, the permutations are unreal. The, the, coming up in the second hour, five ten, and we'll, we'll we'll go even further than that in the second hour to discuss. You know, where does you know how does the Big Twelve now fall in the pecking order? Who are they going to go after? Should we be worried as a conference with the latest development? And we now, I mean, we have our answer as to why it's been taking so long for the Big Ten mm-hmm. to reach its next agreement for the its media rights. They've been negotiating for a while. We were expecting an announcement before now of that agreement. But now we know why why it's been postponed. They're adding schools. USC and UCLA are the latest, but who is coming up next? Good chance Oregon and Washington are on their way to the Big Ten as well. But it is Thursday, and we do have a tradition around here. And coming up next, we're going to play a little – do they know it? Hosted by Big Steve. Yes. Next. I have never looked forward to like Do They Know It? Number one song of the day <laughs> so much. I'm just ready to get like the realignment talk kind of wrapped up for the week. Because sure. it stressed me out today. Yeah, it's, it's a it, lot. It, 
tacked on to like my shift key buttons not working on my uh, my keyboard, like things like that. It's just things have been piling up. So what you're saying is you need to pick me up today. Well, yes, I need something to kind of take my mind off all the drama. And we need. Um, what's his name uh, to get off his lazy and fix a shift key, aka Paul Parker? Come on, man! You got What are you gonna do? Watch golf every day? Get up and fix the guy's shift key, dude. Oklahoma, you crying about? You still crying because they lost Ole Miss? Wow, is that yeah. a call? How about Lincoln yeah. Riley going to the Big Ten in a few years? That's right. Oh. Sounds like the Superior Conference over the SEC now. Yeah. All right, Big Steve, let's (laughs) fire it up. They know sports. They know jokes. And even best dating advice. But we're going to test their knowledge of music, movies, and TV shows right now on Do Do They Know It? Game number 23 this afternoon. Sage, unfortunately, out this week. So Travion is in her place this afternoon. Today's teams are as follows. We have Troy and Travion, David G and Mitch. Here's how the game works, and then we will get into what your team names are. You have three categories, two options, a category, movies, TV shows, and music. You ask for the option. I play it for you. You have to guess. For movies, I'm looking for the name of the film, the name of the actor or actress. After you pick the selection and I play it, I will give you the decade it's from. For TV, looking for the name of the show, the name of the character. Music is the name of the song and the name of the artist. Unlimited steals, as always, and just a reminder, if you know part of the answer but you're not sure on the other part, answer with the part you know for sure first because once you say an incorrect answer, your turn is over. With all that out of the way, let's talk team names. So, Troy and Travion, what's your guys' team name today? You're going to love this. Fro and No. Fro and No. I love it. (laughs) That's good. All right, Mitch and David G. (laughs) Can you top that? Wait, stop. Of course, that's a hair reference. That is a fan. Wow. Troy with no hair, Travion with the Fro. That's going to go in the Hall of Fame of names from this show. For real. Secondly, can I talk to you guys real quick? Uh, Me and my wife bought a minivan last week. Okay. My wife and I, did you not go to school? My wife and I bought a minivan. Me and the wife. You know what, David G, I'm in your corner. I say me and my wife all the time. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so what that's is all this Oxford around, around here? Mullet now. Yeah, Millie okay. minivan and a mullet. <laughs> Take well, me back. Welcome to being a dad. <laughs> I'd use a tape measure like everywhere I now, go. Now, now you just need those super white Nikes. I, I got those. I got my mom. Some cargo oh, shorts. No, New Balance. A new ga- oh, oh, I'm sorry. It's New Balance. Yeah, and the cargo, cargo shorts. Cargo shorts and New Balances, and I'll just take my tape measure and measure every single thing I come across. You know, you got to set the wheel to your lawnmower this <laughs> high to get the perfect. Okay, cut. Dad. God. Ugh. All right, anyway, what's your guys' team name? Blood and Guts, right? Yeah, uh, it's going to be a shout out to the match that made AEW the number one TV show on TV last night. Wow. All right. And go right with Blood on. and Guts. So we got Fro No and Blood and Guts. Just to recap from last game last week, we had the all purpose back six to Fundamentals with a Z5. That was last week's game. Blood and Guts is like a super <laughs> terrible. I love it. That's really All right. Funny. Well, since Travion is the guest uh, this afternoon, I'll let your guys' team call the coin flip. Heads or tails? Tails. And we are flipping, and it is heads today. So, Mitch and David G, you're up first. What are you going with? Full board. You go ahead, pick. Okay. Uh, let's go movie A. Movie A, you got it. A man and woman in law a year ago. I'm sure you'll remember. You killed them on Halloween. 
And that is from the 90s. And just a reminder, for movies and TV, you get one replay. I need the replay. Okay, me too. Here it is. A man and a woman in law a year ago. I'm sure you'll remember. You killed them on Halloween. And this is our curveball clip, by the way. <sighs> way to start. You killed them on Halloween. Um... I'm drawing a blank. Me too. Um, I don't have a clue. Can I go ahead and get that replay? You already got the replay. <laughs> nice try, though. Uh, what, what was that? What was a Sharon Stone movie? Uh, I don't know. That seems That's Sharon Stone a, Basic Instinct. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but I, she was. Uh, you ever seen that movie? It's a great. Movie. One time. It's a great movie. Um, but that seems that was more serious. This seems kind of like uh, seems serious to uh, me. Like, yeah. like like comic booky. Like you killed my father on Halloween. Like, Tell you what, you. since you're struggling, here's a hint. It's okay. made by Miramax. Oh yeah, now I know. Uh, Go ahead, Corky's <laughs> Seven. No, that's that's not my answer. Okay, okay. just take a guess. Listen, I, don't, okay, I don't have a clue. The Crow. Oh! <laughs> Good okay. guess. Whoa, I Brandon need the actor. Lee. That, uh, was that a guess? Yes. Where did like you pull that out of? I believe that may be rivaling Dexter <laughs> as our... <laughs> Nothing well, hold on, Miramax no, no. gave you the hint. That's I don't different that was... because you had context clues. He did not. Wow. <laughs> I don't think Miramax... Did that help you at all? No. I, I <laughs> don't even yeah. know what that means. I am uh, just shocked today. All right, wow. well, we're back around Troy Holy and smokes. Travion. What you going with? What do you got? What are you guys going to do? Huh? Let's do TVA. TVA, you got it. So, uh, I had a dream last night that the NCAA is going to be on campus in three days to conduct one of their uh, random unannounced drug tests. And in my dream, what? you guys passed with flying colors. <laughs> what a great, that's a great that's clip. That's a really great clip. <laughs> I mean, it's a sports show. I had to have some sports uh, in here somewhere. Funny. Do you guys oh, need the what's, replay? What's the decade? Nine. Oh, my bad. Sorry. That is from the 2010s. Okay. Mm. Do you guys need the replay? Please. All right. Here is your replay, TVA. So uh, I had a dream last night that the NCAA is going to be on campus in three days to conduct one of their uh, random unannounced drug tests. And in my dream, what? you guys passed with flying colors. What's well, a show about a school. Blue Mountain State. Oh, wow. That's a great answer. Oh, my God. And I need the character, please. That was please. my guess. Yeah, the character's a blank, though. <laughs> that one's a no-go on my part. Yeah. I, yeah, I've never seen the show. Okay. I don't know the characters either. DG, do you have a clue? I don't, I've never watched the show, but I know about it, but I, I've never watched it. All right. Well, here's the point that could have been. That is the voice of Coach Marty Daniels on that show. <sighs> okay. Yeah. That, that, that's a cool coach. That's <laughs> All a really right. cool coach. That's a, that's a great warning is what that is. <laughs> I had a dream. All right. Back around to uh, Mitch and David G. You've got Movie B, uh, TV B, and both music. I would like uh, Song B, please. Music B, you got it. Six o'clock on Friday evening. Mama doesn't know she's leaving. Did you hear the screamers slamming? Rubber squealing. Gears are jamming. Local country station gets the blare out on the radio. Pick him up at seven and they're heading to the rodeo. Mama's on the front board screaming out her warning. Girl, you Oh my! I, I can hear in my head, yeah. like, man, I. Uh, oh, okay, that's Garth Brooks. 
it took a second, but it ain't going down till the sun comes up. Whoa! All right, quick look at our scoreboard. David G and Mitch up four. That was which Troy and Travion's one. I didn't need the decade either. I, I can yeah. easily tell where that was from. Yeah, mm-hmm. as you can tell, I'm not used to having to give that, so I keep forgetting to give that, and I That's apologize. Okay. <laughs> All yeah. right, got an Troy and Travion. Go? Let's go, music A. Music A, you got it. Don't worry, Big Steve. I'll tell him it's from the 1970s. <laughs> it is definitely not, but it's from the 2000s. This is easy. My Chemical Romance, Black Parade, 2007. Wow. Okay, so you got the artist right. But unfortunately, that song title's not quite right. Ooh. It's not the Black Parade? It's part of it, but that's not the full title. Would you guys like to steal? Hmm. Well, we would like to, we but now like we need to. to figure this out. I would love to. Um... So it's not the Black Parade. The album was called the Black Parade. Oh, the Bulls on Black Parade. That's not the no, answer. No, that's not the answer. Yeah, nice uh, try. Chicago Bulls on Black. Parade. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Some Rage Against the Machine yeah, song? Yeah. Bulls on Parade. Black. Did, did you hear? There's a radio station in Canada that's stunting right yes. now with yeah. all yes. rage. They, yes, because they all got laid off, so they just set their logs to just completely, entirely play. Just rage against the machine I love that. all that day. I, I love one their, song. That uh, that decision. Yeah. I don't like him being laid off. Oh, no, I'm an idiot. I don't know. I don't have the answer. I so this know. is going to get a, this going to be a point unclaimed. Um, the Black Parade remix. <laughs> Dang! What? Not. Dang it! Well, Welcome you to the Black Parade. Well, that is it. To yep. the Black Parade. Ah, Travion, <laughs> amateur ah, hour over here. That's easy. You're like six when that song came out. <laughs> <laughs> All My right. sister was blaring it in the car, man, back in the day. So. Back in the diesel. <laughs> All right, Mitch and David G. Two options left. You got movie B and TV B. What are you going with? All right, let's put this game away with TV B. You got it. You know what I'm talking about. We just arrested your partner, Sonny Kanako, at the airport. Now, he witnessed Monroe's murder, and I'm sure we can convince him to testify. And that one is from the 70s. Would you like the replay? <laughs> wow. Oh, boy. Wow. What, what I was, wouldn't give to have my grandma. What was here. that? Um, <laughs> what was that thing? Columbo? Like, okay, I'm, so I'm no, 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 no. Okay, you now, still Columbo have the replay was, if you need to right, hear it again. It's a little later. And oh, he's got it? more of like a, so when okay. we were talking, you said that your fish got ate by a cat. <laughs> like, that's how he kind of does it. <laughs> From the 70s. Rest uh, in peace, Peter. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, 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 let's yeah. get the replay if Here you don't you mind. Go. You know what I'm talking about. We just arrested your partner, Sonny Kanako, at the airport. Now, he witnessed Monroe's murder. And I'm sure we can convince him to testify. So it's got to be, it's like... No, these are not answers. It's got to be Dragnet, or it's got to be, um, it's got to be um, uh, Hawaii Five O. I was thinking Hawaii Five O, but because I I heard the like the sound the in the city. background. Yeah. Okay. Um. So is that what we're gonna officially go with? We're going. Go, go ahead and punch it in there. Hawaii Five O. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So now the character name. Dang. Um, Dano. Sergeant Dano. I don't know. Would you guys like to steal? We'll give it a shot. Um, Jack Lord. Yeah, that was the person. That would have given him a chance to tie, so we yeah, win. That was the actor. That is Detective Steve McGarrett. Oh! Because yeah. I always remember, book him, Dano! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Jack Lord was the actor. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. But unfortunately, that wasn't a movie, so yeah. that's not what I was looking God for. God dang it. All right, quick look at the scoreboard before we play our final sound. David G and Mitch up five. Detroit and Travion's two. Troy and Travion, here's your final movie, option B, and this is from the 2000s. Bonjour, everyone. Don't worry. Everything is bold. We stopped the terrorists. Oh, I know. Do you need the replay? No. Okay. Uh, Team America. World Police. Oh, wow. <laughs> full title. Yeah. Full title. Always got to have full title. I keep title. forgetting the full titles. Of and Steve the House. name of the actor. <laughs> well, it's it's one of those guys. I'm going to say... Trey Parker? Uh, no, what? It was Trey? That was Trey Parker. I, that sounded like Matt Stone to me. No. Yeah, so no. that character was Joe, which is voiced by Trey Parker. Oh. So it's the blonde uh, character. Doesn't matter. We I, win. I, I by mean, one I was, point. I was, I was prepared, prepared to, you know, go Alec Baldwin, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final look at the scoreboard before we wrap things up. Blood and guts. Five to fro and nose. Four for this week's. Show of do they team. know it? Oh. Uh, another victory for myself. I don't know how many for DG, but uh, he's he's climbing up the leaderboard. And, and I got to bust out a Columbo impression, <laughs> so I'm happy, man. I'm really thrilled. <laughs> I, I now oh. want to watch it. Yeah, I, I'm dude, actually, I've heard it's great. It's a fantastic show, and the, the oh. police really did start to use the Columbo turn, where he would go, okay, see you later. And then he would turn, he would leave, and he would turn around and go one more thing, and he would catch the like the bad guy would be like, you know, he'd, like, he'd sweat, he'd got sweat off his forehead, he'd go one more thing, I go, huh? He go, you said your brother was a contractor, and your sister got beat up, you know, and it just like, killed the bad guy. The bad guy just crumbled. Man, if there's ever a reboot of that show, yeah, I'm in. Or like a remake yeah. series. It's going to be tough to tough have this guy well, audition. I'm in. I'm in. I, if I get to wear a trench coat and smoke a cigar everywhere and just like be cool, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. When did Colombo become Mexican? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing we're not clear on on the murder, Tallface. <laughs> Which one's the Andy Griffith show that he's a cop? Well, not like the actual Andy Griffith show, but like, wasn't there a later one where he was like. Oh, a, where he was the lawyer. Yeah, Matt yeah, yeah. Lock. Oh, Matt yes. Lock. Matt Lock, yeah. Oh, Matt Lock is the one where it's a, the thing is that all the seniors. I have to be back for Matlock, and he was always oh, crushing people. My grandpa always watched that show. He was in court just destroying people. Like, yeah, well, that wasn't what your brother well, said. And oh, if God. you've seen um, like, the modern day Perry Mason. Yes. If, if you've seen. Um, Oh gosh! Now why am I blanking on the show title? Uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah, yeah. Like in the early seasons, like he took, you know, he he copied the Matlock look because he was going after some senior citizens in a class action. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about so that. So he yes. thought he, his appeal would be better if he looked he dressed like <laughs> Matlock. I mean, there might be some uh, logic to that. That's perfect. Uh, by the way, Pac-12 apparently is in touch with the University of Phoenix. No. Oh, wow. Terrible TV market. Don't do it. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah. When we come back, uh, thank you, Big Steve, putting together another great game of, of Do They Know It? I've been enjoying the uh, the recent games with the different decades. I think that's, that's really good. added a nice wrinkle to the contest. Kick. All right. When we come back, a top 10 Kansas kid has uh, made his announcement on a commitment. That's next. This is my jam. This is the bomb.com. This is the blast.biz. The, did did the, you select this specifically for this segment? That guy right over here? Oh, okay. All right. The I don't know. The that he passed away, I sang this in Aggieville at the top of my lungs. Every bar I walked into, I go, Blake Careless Whisper! Did he, didn't he die on Christmas? Yeah, like a Christmas. Oh, yeah. I'm a townie, dude. It's big time in Manhattan. He died on Christmas Day. On on in Manhattan, the night before Thanksgiving and Christmas evening is like prime time to go down to Aggieville. I've gone out to Aggieville on Christmas Eve one time. Yeah. I don't remember it that busy. Yeah, my it's maybe it's you're, the uh, night before Thanksgiving. And oh, then, for sure. And then Christmas night, everybody's done with their parents, and you can. But now that everybody's got kids, it's not cool to go. Well, I remember in Concordia, the Rock Quarry, um, their big night was the night before Thanksgiving. Oh, like, man. I would not go home until Thanksgiving morning. I'm hungover because oh, yeah. that place would sell beer to those under 21. Yeah, baby. And uh, like as an 18-year-old, I would go up into the bar and be like, Coors Light, sir, you, you mean, $2. You mean they were operating under the Chris Kobach policy that he wants to bring back? <laughs> he wants to sell to 18-year-olds. Does he? Well, I mean... He's going to win every 18-year-old vote. <laughs> there used to be, uh, and the, the argument's still there, like, you can serve in the military, but you can't have a drink Yeah. at 18. Yeah, it's just, uh, you can't be trusted. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> it's just awful. Now, I don't know if Careless Whisper is my favorite Wham song, even though it's technically, they call it George Michael's song, but it's, he was in Wham still at the time, was he yeah, not? Yes. I wanted to actually, I've never heard the Columbo theme song. Oh. So I wanted to play it real quick. Yeah. This is it? Yeah. Hell yeah. It's weird. By the way, uh, Columbo actually started in 68. Crazy. On for 10 seasons, but 69 episodes. I didn't Peter realize Columbo was a type of show that was basically just short movies. Yeah. Every episode. Some were like an hour and a half long. Guy was cool. Groundbreaking. What channel was Columbo on? NBC, I believe. NBC for the most part. I think ABC had some of it late. Says here the, uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. NBC, Universal Television. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, so it was, well, there was like a second run of Columbo, it looks like, and that was on ABC. Mm -hmm. That was like 89 to 2003. Yes. No yes. idea that ever existed. Yeah. No idea whatsoever. He really played up like, I loved him because he was like, he pretended to be dumb. And so he would make the suspects explain things to him. 
And then he would turn around and, like, use that against them. Oh, you know sure. what I mean? And then they would be like, you tricked me. And he'd be like, that's right. I'm Columbo, baby. You know? And he'd be <laughs> out of there, dude. Arrested him. Well, some uh, bummer of some news here. We found this out earlier today, and I was really hoping, after announcing his top three, I was like, ooh, this looks like a really good top three. We brought it up yesterday with D.Y., and that's with Calvin Clements. He's an offensive tackle, three-star kid, Lawrence Free State. He's the eighth-ranked kid in the state of Kansas. If this was 2022, he's probably top five. For sure. But 2023 class is an excellent class for the state of Kansas, even though it still really falls behind, like, Missouri, Oklahoma, (laughs) Colorado. For the state of Kansas, it's a pretty darn good class. Mm -hmm. And he falls at number eight. His final three was K-State, KU, in Baylor. Felt very good it wasn't going to be KU, even though he's from Lawrence. Well, he's decided to go with Dave Aranda's team, and he picked the Baylor Bears. I know for a fact uh, that Dylan Edwards, not a fan of that decision, made him a little bit upset. Maybe, and I don't know this for a fact, but just kind of an observation, maybe doubted a little bit of his recruiting skills. He's uh, looks. I mean, he's technically 0 for 1. Oh, boy. He's 0 for 1 right now, trying to help out the Cats. Results. That's what we want, results, man. Now, here, here, here's who's still undecided when it comes to the Big 12. Or the Big 12. Uh, K-State. Let me try that again. The state of yeah, Kansas. There you go. They're top 10 when it comes to rivals for 2023. Avery Johnson, who is trending upwards in the Elite 11. The first day ranking had him at number 7. By the way, there's 20 at that Elite 11. And he's been ranked after day 1. And then after day 2. He is now ranked number five. So that is excellent news. He was really showing off the last couple of days. I've seen a couple of videos. And by the way, there were uh, some guys there on the field calling him K-State. Ooh, boy. So uh, if you need more context clues, you need more some more uh, evidence Mm -hmm. that he's Mm -hmm. about to become a cat, well, July 5th, I think that's going to be great news for K-State. John Randall Jr., running back from Wichita, which, I mean, my God, all this Wichita talent. He's another four-star like Avery Johnson. Uh, He is still undecided. You jump down then number six. Uh, Another player, another guy we don't really ever talk about, that's Jordan Allen, who's a, he's a defensive end from Olathe South, and he is currently undecided. Big kid, 6'4", 240. Um, and he has multiple like local-ish Power 5 offers like the typical K-State, KU, Iowa State, Iowa, um, Missouri's in there, and he is undecided, and he's somebody haven't really heard of at all being talked about. Uh, but that's what happens when the top three kids in Kansas might go cats, cats, mm-hmm. cats. Yeah. Also undecided, uh, Jaden Bender from Eudora. He's a wide receiver who's also a three-star. He's at 11th right now, I beg your pardon. So he's not in the top 10, but he's you know he's there. So right now, I mean, K-State, the way it looks is that the Cats, I mean, they could get six or seven in the top 10. Damn. There are three now in the top 10 that didn't pick K-State. Jaden Hamm, who's a tight end from Eudora going to Arkansas. Notre Dame, Joe Otting, we know that, and then Baylor picking up Calvin Clements. But... Yes, that is a bit of a, a bump in the road. Not a big deal. Would have loved to have him. K-State still gets Camden Beebe at offensive guard, uh, which is a fantastic pickup, but the recruiting class is not done. That's going to be hour one of the game. Hour two, do not go anywhere. We're going to talk a lot. UCLA, USC going to the Pac-12. But up next, your local news.